0: strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord, good evening to you, and welcome to For Zion's
1: Sake. We thank you for joining us, with the Volks. My name is Shelley,
2: And my name is June, hi everyone.
1: If, if you've been listening to our program last week and earlier this week, you know we are in the midst of celebrating the Feast of Hanukkah. Hanukkah in Hebrew means dedication, so the feast, obviously, is the feast of dedication. It's also the feast of lights. There was a tremendous victory won by the Maccabeans who cleansed and rededicated the temple. This became, this was in the time of between the Old Testament and the New Testament. And we spoke about <coughs> examples of dedication in the Bible uh, from 2 Samuel 8.11, from 1 Kings 8.63, We we know that Nehemiah dedicated the wall that he built in Jerusalem. So dedication covered a wide scope of activity. We've been speaking from Isaiah 6, where God's judgment against Israel was that they had eyes, but they could not see, and ears that they could not hear. And sometimes, even though it's not a judgment against us, the message that we need to take with us is that we need to see as God sees, and we need to hear as God hears. We see that uh, this was spoken of in John twelve forty where it says, "God has blinded their eyes and hardened their hearts, lest they see with their eyes and perceive with the heart and be converted, and I will heal them again. We're pointing out and emphasizing it it's not natural sight, it's not natural hearing, because it all has to do with the condition of our hearts, even as John twelve forty says their hearts were hardened, and therefore they could not see." Or can, could not hear by the eye, by the spirit of God, and Shirley,
2: that was directly to Israel. But you also read from Hebrews chapter three, where we, are Jews and Gentiles who have come to the knowledge of Yeshua Jesus as the Son of God, what we're exhorted to remember.
1: That's right. Let's just read that. Verse 15. Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as when they provoke me. Again, sight and heart go together as does hearing. And when
2: they provoke me is directed towards when Israel provoked the Lord in the wilderness.
1: That's really. And true.
2: really, Shelley, life this side of heaven can be like a wilderness for
1: a lot of people. It's really true, Junie. So the emphasis now is going from dedication and how it applies to our life today. And we wanna look carefully at what the word uh, teaches us about how we should see and how we should hear. And again, don't overlook the fact that it all depends on our heart. All right, let's talk about the situation with our eyes first, Junie. And the first scripture that I thought of when preparing this program is Matthew 5, 8. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Juni, what a verse this is. And here it is as clear as could be. There is a dramatic link between the heart and our seeing. Blessed are the pure in heart, For they shall see God. And I don't believe this means just when we die, we'll see him. I mean, here on earth, we could see him and we could understand him and perceive him through spiritual eyes that are dedicated.
2: And when we know the Lord, Shelley, when we ask the Lord into a heart, And to forgive us for our sins, he gives us a new heart.
1: Oh, yes, thank you, And he
2: writes his law on our heart that we might not sin against him. And King David wrote a prayer in Psalm 51. He did sin against the Lord, and he knew it. And he cried out to the Lord and said, Create in me a clean heart. And renew a Hallelujah. right spirit Hallelujah. within me. yes, Lord. So the Lord gave us, in both Testaments, a way back to him, and that is to turn from our ways and live in him, yes. by him, and through him. Let
1: it be. Interesting journey, uh, Matthew 5 eight. Blessed are the pure in heart. That word pure in Greek is katharos, and it's used in connection with metals, that are refined and purified from any other alloy that was in them, and it's a, it's a clear picture wow. of what our eyes should look like, uh, should function as. Listen to Psalm one hundred nineteen, verse thirty seven: Turn away my eyes from looking at vanity, and revive me in Thy ways. Establish Thy word, th- Thy servant. Establish Thy word in Thy servant as that which produces reverence for thee. God is so concerned on how we see things, and I'm sure this comes to mind for many people. I want to read Matthew 5, verses 27 and 28. If you have your Bibles, Matthew chapter 5, verse 27 and 28. You have heard that it was said, You shall not commit adultery, but I say to you, that everyone who looks on a woman to lust for her has committed adultery with her already in his heart. Junie, again, you can't see, uh, it's so descriptive how, but what we look at is going to affect our heart, and if our heart is affected, our life entirely is going to be affected. So much depends on what we see and how we see. That's why our eyes have to be dedicated unto the Lord.
2: And it's written in Job that he spoke to his eyes. That's
1: right. He made a covenant with his eyes. That's right. All men, all my brothers out there, we need to make that covenant with our eyes.
2: And all my sisters out there, be careful when you go to
1: malls. (laughs) Yeah, really.
2: Make a covenant with your eyes.
1: Really. Again, um, we have to ask ourselves, what kind of movies do we see? What kind of TV programs are we watching? What kind of uh, magazines or books do we read? The Lord sees it all, and we need to dedicate our eyes listen to paul's instructions uh, i'm sorry listen to god's instructions to paul when he was struck down on the road to damascus if you have your bibles turn with me to acts chapter 26 verses 15 to 18 acts 26 beginning at verse 15 this was when paul was struck down on the road to damascus and i said who art thou lord and the lord said i am jesus But arise, stand on your feet for this purpose I have appeared to you, to appoint you a minister and a witness, not only to the things which you have seen, but also to the things in which I will appear to you, delivering you from the Jewish people and from the Gentiles to whom I am sending you. Now listen to the call that Paul had. To open their eyes so that they may turn from darkness to light from the dominion of Satan to God, in order that they may receive forgiveness of sins and an inheritance among those who have been sanctified by faith in me. Junie, the first message that Paul was called to deliver was to deliver them out of darkness into light, from the dominion of Satan to the dominion of God. Praise the Lord. And Shelley,
2: I see the picture of Hanukkah that there was only oil after they cleansed the temple and they wanted to dedicate it by lighting the oil in the menorah to have a flame, the eternal flame, which is symbolic of God and his light. And they only had enough oil for one night, and tradition says it lasted for eight. So if you can picture... In the dark temple, if you can picture in this dark world, the light of the menorah. Oh, Lord. The shamus candle, which is the servant king, lights the first candle for the first night. The next night, the two candles, and that goes on to the eighth day until the entire menorah is lit. And it's like a light shining in darkness, Shelley. Mm. Our life should have the light of life oh, Lord, if like we live big. in and by and through the Messiah, the resurrected life of the Messiah that's in us. And if it's not in any one of you, our listeners, you can cry out and say, Lord, heal me. I don't want to live in my chains and my darkness and depression I want to have your eyes to see and your ears to hear and your heart, Lord, to change. Yes, Lord. You can do that now, and you will be a light shining in darkness.
1: Hallelujah.
2: And you will know it, and everyone who knows it knows you will probably say what happened to you.
1: That's right. Hallelujah, let it be. I uh, turn with me to the book of Romans, chapter six verses 12 and 13 Romans 6:12 and 13 therefore do not let sin reign in your mortal body that you should obey its lusts and do not go on presenting the members of your body we're talking about our eyes and our ears do not and-
2: And our whole whole body. Amen.
1: (laughs) Do not go on presenting the members of your body to sin as instruments of unrighteousness, but present yourselves to God as those alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. Hallelujah. And as we go deeper and deeper into the end days, we need to take heed to what Paul admonished us even to Timothy and I want to read that 2 Timothy chapter 4 verses 3 and 4 2 Timothy chapter 4 verses 3 and 4 for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine but wanting to have their ears tickled they will accumulate for themselves teachers in accordance to their own desires and we'll turn away from the truth and will turn aside to myths. Let's face it, this is what's going to happen in the end days. And we need to be men and women dedicated to the Lord very specifically.
2: And today, these are days when people love pleasure and have turned their back on the cross yes and father we do pray
1: thank you lord in
2: yeshua's holy name that during this festival of lights the feast of dedication we would turn back to you and live for you in yeshua's holy name amen Amen.
0: thank you for joining us this evening